there are so many superheroes out there that have just nothing to do. I mean, we have Ant-Man. In a world desperate to tear itself apart, only one man and some other people stand in the way of total destruction. Together they will right the wrongs, make bad, good, and single-handedly destroy evil, together. Who is this man you may ask? This man is... Jeff. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Jeff Jones and Friends Make It Better, the show that takes one of life's little annoyances, gives them a microphone, a guest and a podcast to quite simply make everything better. I am delighted to be joined in this episode by the co-host of the Drinking for Sports podcast, Paul. Paul, how are you? I'm doing well, Jeff. How are you doing, bud? Yeah, I'm very, very well. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. Uh, what, is it, what is it we're making better? I'm glad you asked, buddy. I'm glad you asked. Um, one of life's little annoyances for me and one of my biggest pet peeves would have to be people leaving their shopping carts in the middle of the parking lot, not putting them up correctly at any normal grocery store, department store, anywhere that I have to go. <laughs> yeah, that's just anywhere that I have to be. Right. Hang on. So you don't mind it if it's not where you're meant to be right yeah yeah i'm not there geographically <laughs> not my problem you know what yeah. I mean? like yeah i mean i wish i i wish i could act like i did but i'm literally not there like how could i possibly know you know well, so. I, I mean may, maybe there is a need for a, a kind of shopping cart supervisor who who's not employed by any one specific supermarket but does go around just making sure people are put and not not return them themselves you know not like you work there but you go around if you see someone leaving a shopping cart, you know, in in a, a, a kind of a mall car park, you bring them up on it. Yeah, you, they get a fine. I right. don't know. Like, like I'm all I'm all for it because I, ah, right. I I know we, we so we spoke about a couple of of different topics and the potential for this, and the reason why I love this one so much is, and this is going to make me sound quite strange, okay, but I have this, <laughs> I have this weird theory i don't even think it's a theory just this kind of a imagination bubble that supermarkets have like this weird secret shopper and how you act within a supermarket it gets you points or or, or not necessarily points but gets you recognition right you get a gold star and return the shopping trolley does is it's one of those things like it's part of that shopping experience and i don't know if this is just because i'm neurotic and i'm like no i'm the guy who will turn kind of bottles around so the labels are face in the front but shopping carts people who leave them especially in a a, a parking bay like why i mean i i think we know why <laughs> 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 i uh because they're <laughs> people i mean they're that's I, th- that's see that's what i truly believe that's why going back to one of your previous statements you said you know we need like a shopping cart supervisor oh no 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 we need a shopping cart superhero. We need, there are so many superheroes out there that have just nothing to do. I mean, we have Ant-Man. Let's get a shopping cart superhero. <laughs> I I need that more than I need Ant-Man. You know what I mean? I just, I feel yeah. that. And I love Paul Rudd, but like, do I really need Ant-Man or do I need a guy to make sure that I can park without hitting a shopping cart yeah. at Walmart? Damn it. You know, I mean... So you're driving through, it's a busy car park and you see a space and you're like, nice one. 
I'm going to get in that space. And you put up alongside it and there's a shopping shopping cart there. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we know you're not going to get out and move that shopping cart, right? Because we just <laughs> we're not going to do that. So we just drive on and look for another space. But if the cart wasn't there, you've got a bit. A bit and it's just some person has left it there for because they have a complete disregard for anyone else. And yep. that that's why I love this subject, because it's not a fact of someone just thinking, oh, I'm going to put this shopping cart here just to annoy people. What they're doing is saying, I've used this. And there's two things. One, it's someone else's job to put it away, which is just mentality anyway, because like, why why would you just want another human being to clean up after you? Because that's essentially what they're doing. They're just disregarding something they don't need and expecting someone else to pick it up, right? And the second thing is that they're, they're leaving it somewhere where another customer needs to go. And it's just like, and, and they don't they don't care. It's just someone else who needs to get on with their day and they're preventing that person getting on with their day. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, absolutely. And if you don't, when you leave the trolley, even if they're like, oh, well, do you know what? The bay to leave the trolley is it's, it's so far away. I can't, I haven't got the time to walk there. Fair enough. Put it somewhere that is just out of the way. Don't just leave it that is going to block someone else's usage of a public space or private space, parking space, whatever. That that mentality, I I can't understand it. Oh, I can. Oh, I can. I was, <laughs> I was, uh. I was I was born and raised around that mentality. That's why I distanced myself from it as far as <laughs> possible. Um, and, and you know, and I, I, I every everybody that knows me on a on a on a on a personal level knows that I I am not a judgmental person. I I am an opinionated person, but I that that doesn't go to like a judgment or things that you do and don't deserve. But no, if you do that sort of. Sh- you're a selfish person, and yeah. there's not a single argument anybody could make. I've heard every bit of it. Like, that, nothing, nothing you yeah. could say to me of why you have to leave your cart that was provided to you to collect your groceries or your department store nonsense that you can afford that 95% of the planet can't, you know, type of shit. And... If you just refuse to do the littlest things to make it easier on the next person that comes yeah. after you, it's it's selfish. Period. That, that's it. You know, it doesn't mean you're a dumb person. It does, you know, because I can't say you know you might be selfish and lazy. Doesn't make you dumb, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just it is selfish and it is lazy. Yeah, it is, and it, it kind of conceited in a way that. Well, and it depends because it can actually be attributed to so many different personality types, but all of them negative. But I don't, have you seen yes. the? I think it was on Reddit. Or so, I'm not a big Reddit person, but you know these things find their way into the mainstream conversations. And so, someone posted about a shopping cart theory uh, of you are under no legal obligation to return a shopping cart, you're, like to 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 where it is. You're, you're not. So it purely comes down to if you are a good enough person to do a selfless act, something that takes time to return it, because any ev- anyone and everyone can just leave it. But if you think, hang on, no, I'm going to move this out of the way of other people, make a, an employee's job easier or whatever it is, that makes you a good person. It's, it's like the ultimate good versus bad. Like you're doing something which has zero benefit to you by returning it. 
it has zero benefit to you but it does have benefit to other people and that as a moral compass i think is probably spot on like like if you choose no i don't have I don't want to. I don't have the time. I'm not going to do it. It's not my job. Someone gets paid to do this. Any of those those kind of thoughts or mentality, then you're just thinking about you. If you just walk it back, put it in, takes a minute, then you are as just a, as at the heart of at the pure root of it, of the soul or whatever you want to call it, just a good person. I love that. Is there... I'm glad you said that because it brings something up that I've experienced not only in, in, in my business and things like that, um, but uh, do you guys have anything like squatters laws there? Anything? Does that does any of that ring a bell? Yes. Yeah. Is so there... if someone lives somewhere for a certain amount of time and is not challenged on it, then they own it or or so i'm not i'm not fully up on it but yes we have something so i own some rental properties uh here and i had a situation come up recently uh lots of folks know through my you know through my social medias and stuff because i'm i'm a pretty open guy but that that's neither no this is nothing about me but about the the squatters laws uh uh at least in my state of arkansas somebody can live in a property for three months, pay no bills, be held accountable for absolutely nothing. They can trash whatever they want to. They could burn that building to the ground and never be held liable for it at all. Just because I, as a man who does a lot of law upholding for a living, I I, I was dumbfounded that this is real. That's and so that's one of those things that it's like, sure, can you legally do that? Yeah, you can. Does it make you less of a piece of human being? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. You're a and and granted, like maybe maybe the joke's on me because I'm the one paying for it. But I'm like, I still go to bed not hating myself as a person. Yeah. So yeah. there's that. Like, because do do you do, do, does anybody go? Oh man, I haven't paid rent or my mortgage in months. This is so awesome. I'm such yeah. an awesome person. <laughs> like, no, like everybody would prefer to be able to afford that sort of thing and maybe some people are just in different lifestyles and you know that's why i don't judge that but nobody goes to bed going man i screwed this guy out of three months of rent and i feel good about it no, you know i think <laughs> i think they do i think there are they people, do you think they do they do I, like it well yeah. not not everyone not everyone i think there are people who they there's just no shame anymore they enjoy what they consider playing the system and they find a loophole or they find a reason. So, yeah, okay, I'm not going to pay anything for three months yet. Can do whatever I, I want. And legally, there's nothing wrong with that. To me, I mean, that's that's mental. Like the, the fact that it's they don't own that piece of land, that property. Yes, they have rights as someone who pays sure. rent. If they pay rent and can do things, then, yeah, they, they have the right then to do a certain amount and live in, things and live in comfort and have things working. Yeah, that's that's fine. But if you're not paying for it, and that is a what from the outside, what appears to be a massive loophole is like, well, I'm just not going to pay for three months. They can't kick me out. They can't do this. And I can do whatever the hell I want. That is the mentality yeah. of someone who has, I don't get me wrong. There's people who struggle and can't do it. But those people are generally the ones who will talk and be honest and, and things like that. Those, those people, the ones who would talk it through and say, look, can we reach an agreement? are the ones who return the shopping cart. 
the ones who just sit there and not pay anything can take everything they're the ones who are thinking i don't have to attend the shopping cart like it's it's not my job it's not my responsibility no one what what does it matter uh, and they'll probably push a shopping cart into a small child as well. I, I I could not agree with you more than that. And I uh, I it, this is this is definitely not a toot my own horn kind of thing. But you, you said the folks that will talk it out, things like that. You know, I, I don't I don't love to admit that there was times in my life that my finances were not the same that they are now. And there there was a there was a situation that happened when I was in college. I was about halfway through. And I lived at a very small kind of family-owned apartment complex in, in Fayetteville, Arkansas, outside of my college. And I came on some financial strains. Could I have hired a lawyer and just <laughs> them over on mm. rent for no reason? Absolutely, I could. I called the landlord. I, I, I knew her son, and, I, and, I, and I, I told him about my situation. I called the landlord. I said, hey, um... I there's I'm having some situations here right now. Is there anything that I can do? You know, and, and you know what? They they helped me and they let me. I mowed the property. I I I I I did uh bush work and stuff, landscaping, and they made it work with me. I yeah. was happy to do it. I didn't why? I didn't have a job. I didn't, you know, that's why yeah. I had financial constraints. I didn't have work. I got let go. I was a uh, manager at a local pizza place and it just you, you know how that stuff goes and and so i i called them and I, they just said hey you know if you'll mow the lawn and do this and that and we worked together yeah i and i never it never crossed my mind to just not pay them and assume <laughs> yeah that's only their issue like well i guess i'll wait till you kick the door in <laughs> like no i just i called them i said hey is there something we could work out they they helped me for three months through a whole summer until I found another job. Yeah. I did landscaping for them at that property, other properties, and it all worked out. It was great. And, and you know what? Now, as as a property owner, having that experience, if someone did come to you and say, look, I'm having problems, you are way more likely to say, okay, let's look for a, a solution. Absolutely. We've done it multiple times. That's yes. what humanity is, right? Yes. It's, it's people instilling kindness and love on people and understanding and saying, okay, look, I sure. appreciate this is a, a rough time and helping them out. And that's yes. what the world needs more of. It's the people who, and don't get I also understand, I'm not naive enough to believe there's people who, who don't just put their head in the sand and say it's okay everything will be okay everything will be okay everything will be okay and it's not okay and it gets to a position where there's two parties at loggerheads that's that's fine i i get that and that's generally due to lots of circumstances but it's the people who just like you know what i'm not going to communicate i'm not going to talk this is how it is i'm I, oh god the whole i know my rights and usually those rights are wrong. They don't actually know them. But then you do get some who, if the if if the actual laws are flawed, and they know, and someone like that knows about it, then they are going to exploit it. And that's when it gets really muddy between, yeah, the the renter and the rentee, and who's in the right, who's in the wrong, because everyone's going to pick a side, right? That that's sure. just that's just sure. the way life is. But I think I do think and and this is why I want I knew the conversation about shopping cart was going to go this way because it is purely a mentality. Yes, yes it is. It is the purest form of 
I don't have to do this, but I will. If I choose not to, then it's because I'm too self-involved. And and this goes from what we're talking about here with renters to other things. You know, dro- dropping litter is one of my, I hate it, just hate it so much. Like, I, I actually know the thing I hate the most. And I don't know if you get this in, in the States. So you own dogs. I own a dog, mm-hmm. right? I generally walk my dogs in in woods and fields and things like that. So if if he takes a crap on the floor, he's actually really good. He'll go off into the woods. He'll take a crap. I'm never going to find it, right? He's he's good like that. He went very rarely do it in a pathway and things. He's a rescue, but people here will scoop up dog poo in a, a plastic bag and instead of holding it until they get to a bin. They will leave it on the floor. They'll tie it to a tree. They'll they'll leave it somewhere. And so what they've they've done is taken something which think about it, if it's on a pathway, it has to be picked up. If it's near woodland or a, I don't know a bush, anything, find a stick, flick it off. If you haven't got a bag, that's fine. But people who pick up dog poo in a plastic bag and then just hang it on something, expecting someone else probably a council member, you know, someone to, who who's picking up bins or rubbish or something like that to come along and collect it. That's that same mentality. And and it it, it blows my mind, the fact that someone would pick up the dog poop because they are that, they're like, right, okay, my dog is taking a crap on the floor. I'm going to remove that. Okay, good person. But then leaving the bag somewhere for someone else to deal with, bad person. Like they don't biodegrade, or they do, but in I don't know however many years, it's it's mental to me. What 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 kind of person's that? Well, I I think first off, first off, my <laughs> yeah. answer to what kind of person that is is a piece of. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean you, you know my answer for that, but you're I you're you're like oh that doesn't happen. Oh no 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 that we're we're miscommunicating here. Uh, people in America just won't pick up their dog because they suck. <laughs> they they'll just leave it there. They'll do it right in front of you, and you'll be like, "Hey, hey, hey!" Like blah blah blah, and they'll be like, "Fuck you!" You'll be like, "I'm no, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding at all." Ask anybody. The the, the our our bar banter folks. They're from Atlanta. Ask them what would happen. Ask them what would happen if they said, "Hey," to a stranger. Hey, your dog pooped on the ground. Will you pick that up? Ask them what would happen in Atlanta, Georgia. Ask them. Ask them. Really? Yeah, you'd have a but... gun pulled on you. You'd have a gun pulled on you. And I'm not kidding about that. I wish it was humorous, but it's not. Oh, it's, it's, it's it here. I mean, I, I literally, I had a uh, guy, his dog was pooping in my yard <laughs> on my property. And my daughter was sick. I was home one day for work. It was probably 9 a.m. My daughter has been up all night. She's been sick all night. I finally got her down 7 8 a.m and i'm asleep on the couch and i hear this crazy barking this crazy and my dogs are very well trained they they don't bark a lot and i i just hear them going crazy they're going crazy and they're in the backyard i said what is going on well there's a dog in my yard and he's pooping in my yard and his (laughs) owner is right there his owner's right there like walking him and i i go outside and i was just like hey What's going on? He goes, oh, my dog really likes your yard. Uh, that's and that's kid. all he said. 
And I was like, <laughs> okay, so are you going to come in and clean it? And he looked at me and he goes, you already have dogs. Uh, yeah, mine don't in the front yard outside the gate. Like, are, are you kidding? What it, you need to do is find his house. Go oh, to, I know what house go is. To, I know where his house go is. Go to his front, <laughs> front garden. And you need to take a dump on his garden. And when he comes out and says, what are you doing? So, yeah. well, like, you you dump. So you know exactly how to dispose of this. Yes. You're well trained in this. That mentality, that's even that's even beyond, that's beyond me. Like, How about the fact that you're on my property and I'm asking you why you're here? Because I'm not a public park that has a dog yeah. pooping sign out here. So whether I have dogs or not, you know what? I clean up after mine. I never agreed to clean up after yours. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and actually that is the thing, isn't it? Like, yes, it's your property, right? Which, which is one thing. But also the fact that he has a dog, it has defecated on someone else's property or a pathway or wherever. And he's chosen not to, to 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 pick it up. And if it was on the pathway outside your house, still don't get me wrong, still unforgivable. Still pick it up because you know your dog has made a mess. And you know if, what if my kid runs through that, right? Whatever. But that is is one thing. The fact that someone else's property. I mean, look, maybe I've look. I'm an I'm an Brit. Maybe I've seen too much news, but. I'm pretty sure in America people get like shot for less than that, right? Like I mean... they do, they do. And I live in a, uh, I live in a very uh, gun friendly state, a very gun friendly state. I'm an easygoing guy, though. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad that didn't offend. But no, that, that is, that Not is the case. Like I saw viral videos of yeah the inverted coras Karens kind of going off on on lesser yep. stuff than than this, but morally yep. that's not even morally just well yeah so it's morally but just be a decent person and clean up your dog crap like I that I I don't know I that's another thing I'll I'll never understand but it does come down to basic human decency just like where where I take my dog I've, I'm very lucky where I am so I'm near the ocean I'm near woods lots of kind of um, green areas i take my dog to this big wood because because he's so nervous so anxious from being a a, a rescue yeah he's he's seen some <laughs> so it, we take him here because we we've chances of seeing people is more remote there's a car park and to get to the car and, and then to get to the main woods there's like i don't know 50 yards something like that guaranteed so all the dogs they get out of the car they go for the car park and they get to this this stretch of of it's still green but it's not the woods and that's obviously they're desperate for a crap because they've been waiting for it they've been waiting for the water to go for the crap and they and it's littered with dog poo and there's a sign which literally says that we don't want you to use plastic bags just flick it out into the goddamn undergrowth yeah it is littered with dog crap because people are just like oh my dog's taking a crap it's fine and it's like even even that. So it's not a pathway. It's it's a, a public right of yeah. Anyone can walk there, but it's not somewhere where people play or you're not walking on your way to work. It's not that kind of thing. But someone has said, look, just for the respect of other walkers, just if your dog takes crap, just flick it off into a bush. How difficult is that? It's the woods. There's literally 
sticks everywhere just to flick it off. It's like playing golf. It's actually quite fun. <laughs> but the amount that's just there. And the amazing thing is, during the rest of the walk, these woods are massive. You never see any dog crap because they've all done it in this 50-yard space. There's kind of 50 yards by about eight yards kind of wide. And it's just the amount of dog crap that's there. It's unbelievable. But yet there's woods either side. Oh, there's, there's there's kind of bushes and everything either side. Absolutely well, mental. You you have to imagine, you know, it becomes territorial for them. It becomes territorial for them. So, of course, it's all in one area. Even in my own yard, in my own yard, which I don't have a big yard, uh, but in my own yard, I don't know why, but they, they poop in one area, like eight <laughs> by eight. And it's, of course, it's right next to all my daughter's toys outside and they just they poop right there but i, I will say this I, I didn't realize when i got on this podcast that we were going to make a correlation i've never made in my life and i'm not a surprised kind of guy because <laughs> I, I feel like a guy that you know pays attention shit. i didn't realize we made a correlation between people that don't pick up dog <laughs> and people that don't put their carts away they're both terrible people and they're the same people they're the same people like, the same people. they're just they're just ridiculously yeah. selfish my time is more important than everybody else's yeah. type of people and the same people who will park slightly over someone else's driveway oh my gosh don't you even <laughs> start with me don't you even start oh well, i got a big truck then buy another fucking car if you don't know how to drive it i got a big truck too and i still park between the damn lines man yeah that that's it exactly the same mentality of hey does it doesn't matter to me yeah they still got room it's fine uh <laughs> that's it just people who generally litter like there's a bin a public bin just i don't know feet away why are you just throwing stuff on the floor Dude, it, 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 is people flicking cigarette butts a big issue there because it's disgusting yeah. here and it pisses me off so much and again i like an occasional cigarette i also was a smoker for a long time Cigarettes don't bother me at all. I'm not judging cigarette smokers, but I play disc golf. I don't know how popular disc golf is there. I know it's there. I've been there. Yeah. I know it's there, but um, disc golf, it's like golf with the Frisbee. And in every park we go to, just massive amounts of cigarette butts. Yeah. And if I play with somebody and they flick their cigarette butt, I tell them you can pick the cigarette butt up or you can play on another fucking card. Because... I, my wife's a park ranger. Like I'm not dealing with this. Like this is, it's gross. There's no reason put it in your pocket. You, you yeah. brought it in. There's a rule about disc golf. If you bring it in to the park, you bring you, it out. You take it out, bring your beer cans, your beer bottles, bring your weed, bring whatever drugs you want, bring your cigarettes. I don't care, but that shit leaves the park and goes into the trash. Yeah. Not on the trails, not for critters to eat, like get your cigarette butts. And it's so gross where i'm at there's cigarette butts everywhere yeah no i, I totally agree and you know i used to uh up until a year ago yeah big smoker would always if there wasn't somewhere to to put it then it, it gets stuffed out into the cigarette packet waiting for an opportunity to get rid of it like just flicking it again it's just mindless people think it's small whatever but it doesn't biodegrade it's it's yeah, just... you can't break that down you can't break that down it doesn't go anywhere but that's and you know what you you touched on then 
which is probably the umbrella that the carrot for everything we're talking about right now. And we could probably find, <laughs> we could probably find so many more instances. Like, like when you're in a supermarket, if you pick something up from a shelf and you go around the rest of the supermarket and you realize I don't want this and you just put it on a random shelf, right? You could take it to a till and leave it at a till. You could leave it in the shopping cart and say, yeah, until you get this, say, no, I'm really sorry, I don't want this. Put on different. T- now, this is probably the most microchasm of that, of this conversation, because actually someone's there, they're going to pick it up. It's, it's fine. But that, that thing, you look and you think, okay, that's just, I don't know, kind of a bit of a piss take. Um, I not- agree completely. It, it's a big pet peeve of mine. Uh, I'm not going to get started on people who eat the food before they buy it in a supermarket because that i don't know that just seems rude as i see people walking around they're eating a bag crisp and then they'll put the empty bag in and i mean i assume they're going to scan it whatever it is and pay for it at the end but just wait just wait 20 minutes and then you can eat it once you've actually bought it because technically you're sure you're steed anyway i'm going to go on tangent but the <laughs> So you've opened up a can of worms now, Paul. Um, but I've done that once or twice in my life, I think. <laughs> uh, but the caveat, and I now I've I've spoken myself out of the idea of what I had. Oh no, hang on. I love this. It's I love yeah, it so much. <laughs> don't, don't, I've got myself in such a. a say so, yeah, up about this because I, I did i had a really great point uh, about the umbrella uh of of basically people who do this kind of thing i can't remember it now that's that's fine because i'm so annoyed about this entire conversation i'm gonna go to bed really <laughs> off tonight i'm not gonna lie um, <laughs> just just that people in general people are well, horrible uh, um, well well if, if you're if you're still semi trying to figure it out i'm gonna give you my my Paul, my Swan Ronson algorithm of life. Mm. I've told my wife this. I said that there's about six or seven points and I could pick three of them for any human being, any human being, you, myself, anybody. And with those three points, I could look at that and tell everything I ever needed to know about a human being ever. And, okay. you know, you, you and I have had limited conversation, but I think you kind of know what I'm talking about. So, for example, um, how you drive, yeah. what you drive, um, how you act with customer service representatives that are getting paid minimum wage. I'm not asking you to kiss somebody's ass, but how you conduct yourself, yeah. um, how you act at a supermarket. You know, there are things, and I, I have this whole algorithm that I could take three things. I can tell you everything I need to know about you. Uh, I, at the yeah. very least, if you don't believe that, I can definitely tell you how much I will not fucking like you. Um, <laughs> that's very easy for me. I mean, again, I'm not a judgmental person. There's things that I get very upset about, just like everybody else. But, you know, I, I I could I could take how you drive, how you talk about politics on Facebook, no matter what oh. it is, no matter what yeah. it is, no matter what it is. Yeah. And 
how you treat people at a fast food restaurant. And I would know everything I ever needed to know about <laughs> you as a human being. And I'm serious though. Yeah. I'm absolutely serious. It would take me one instance of looking at that one time with a human being of how you reacted. And I would know everything I needed to yeah. know about you as an individual. Yeah. I, do you know, I know exactly. And, and I mean, judging by what you said, our algorithm will basically have us as bedmates by the end of the night. Um, there's, <laughs> that it's, you're right though, because it's the simple acts, and I think this is the umbrella I was looking for. It is simple acts of just common decency. The times when you don't have to be a good person, but either you choose to be or naturally are. Now, I I see myself as naturally a good person. Look, I'm. I got kids, married, job. The what the world is busy, and you know what the world pisses me off. And I have a podcast where I spend twenty to thirty minutes moaning with a guest about a subject, and then five minutes of making it better. Right? I'm I'm okay with that percentage because okay, that at least that kind of nine that that ten percent of it, I'm trying to put good into the world. But in the real world, making good decisions doesn't generally i don't it doesn't it's not a choice it's just natural like, you would hope so you would yeah. hope so i think about this certain times so it's a case of that, that time when you see someone who needs help and you choose to help them even though it could put yourself in harm or potential harm the, the time when you see a homeless person and you give them money even though you may need that like there's certain times when yes that is pushed and you can't always make that decision, but right, right. If you extrapolate the from the shopping cart to the cigarette butt, the dog crap, that you know, all those things. If you extrapolate it out, then I think you see a good person. And it sounds this sounds psychologically insane to say it, <laughs> like, but. I think it's right. If you take people down to the bare bones, to the absolute point zero or 0 0.1 of these small details, you, like you're saying, you can tell a lot about a person just by the another another thing, like what you were saying about how they drive and, and how, like how they talk, talk to or about their partner in public, I think is a big one as well. Um, especially if you see the two differences in, in real life. Right. Um, things like that. It it tells a lot about a person. Um, and I'd like to think people are generally good. And if they're not, then there is reasons that they can get help for. The older sure. I the older I get, that thinking does get pushed, it gets tested. Because I do think some people are bad, but then I think, well, do you know what? Maybe their parents were bad. Maybe this was bad. Because my, in my mind, I want everyone to be good. Because I can't see why people are bad. Um, right. But again, it, that 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 like when it comes to your kids, this is why this is why your mentality has changed. Because if I thought somebody was hanging out with my daughter and they were a bad influence type of person, I don't care who their parents are if. You know what I mean? If I think you're a bad influence on my kid, it has nothing to do with, are you a shitty kid or are your yeah. parents shitty? I don't care. I just don't want you around my kid. 
And, and you know, that, that's what I'm saying. And that doesn't, I don't mean that to sound judgmental. I say when you have a kid, your mentality changes because it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Oh, I wholeheartedly agree. Like, yeah. Talking about with, with me and my interactions, but yes, if my, my children, if they're in a relationship or if they're friendship group or whatever it is, social media work, whatever it is, if that is a negative or a negative effect on them, then my levels of tolerance for people goes down an awful. Right, I don't mean to offend, but I don't care. This is not working for me and my family, or you know, a best of luck type of situation. But no, this isn't going to be around my daughter. Exactly, know? and I, I've had that conversation of, "I'm sorry, you are going through this. However, this can no longer be our problem." Like, right, yeah. yeah. Like, look, you've 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 had the squishy bit, and we've tried. However, it is becoming a negative impact, and we have to look after us. You need help. I right. give you help, but I'll give you help separately from the family environment um, because that's right. not well. My role as a parent, um, but to my children, and nice. I don't know. I mean, this is uh, yeah, it's grand. Like I said, we're we're extrapolating this this whole thing in so many different ways. Um, but Paul, look, we do that. No, we've oh, this has been a, a great chat. This is exactly why I chose this topic because it is the psycho, the kind of the psychology of a human. Like it's it's good, bad, just the basic instincts of someone. But we do have to make it better. I know we do. I know we do. And I've been prepared for this. I've been oh prepared really? For this you're re- okay. Give me what you got. Oh no no no! Prepared for oh. this is is, 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 is is a terrible analogy. I I am I am semi prepared for this. Um, I, I I have thought about this, but you know I I'd love to know what kind of rhyme or you know do do, do you got a do you got a platform of how we go about this or do you just want me to go straight into how I think we solve this? Yeah. So well, to, to be fair, there is no rhyme or reason. Usually by this point, I've got an idea now. The great thing about this podcast is sometimes it's realistic. Right. A, lot, a lot of time it isn't. <laughs> that was going to so, be my next question because I have an answer for both. I'll tell you what, hit me with it. Hit me with both. Both? Yeah. Okay. Come on, let's do it. I'll hit you with the unrealistic one first. I'll hit you with the unrealistic one first. Yeah. Uh, people will have to stop uh, being terrible human beings. And they will have to understand basic uh, business knowledge, like how inflation and things work and how when you're a terrible consumer, that you doing things like that will raise prices for everybody else because the creation of jobs, which I want to be very clear, I love creating jobs. Yeah. As a business owner, as a small business owner, I love creating jobs. But I'd like to be very clear, you can't do things like that. So, you know, you know, America, Walmart's so big here, right? It's so big. But you cannot create an issue with prices on groceries and everything as you are contributing to it. And when Walmart, as as everybody knows, they have a budget built in for people to steal from them. It's really? built in. 
Yes, it is yeah, built of in. Course. Yeah, makes there, sense. My, my mother, and I won't say this because I don't feel like getting sued today, but my mother, <laughs> my mother worked for a very popular uh, cable and internet company here in the United States, and they had a specific uh, uh, raise of everybody's policy. Uh, as soon as their contract got up, there was an automatic increase. It didn't matter what the market would, was. It didn't matter anything. All that mattered is they knew how many people were not going to pay their bill. So they had this increase every every year. Wow. And I understand as a business owner for a big corporation, I get that. But for me, I, I just I, I would prefer that you go after the people that haven't paid you instead of going after people like me that have paid. That, that is just, exactly what we were talking about. It's that that kind of sucks for me. So my unrealistic answer is um, human beings should stop being terrible. They should stop not understanding basic common knowledge that if you f over a lot of people in any industry, that will raise the price. Yeah. I didn't go to business school to learn that, but it was about the first thing I learned. <laughs> if you screw people over, prices are going to raise, period. That's just how it goes. Um, my realistic answer, my realistic answer for this, um, and I hate to say it, but I'll tell you what, I've been to a few amusement parks in America, and if I bring my daughter and I get one of those carts, they charge me for it, and I have to return it to get my money back. Yes. That's my quick answer, is that not so much money that it, that it kind of, uh, you know, puts people in a bind, but enough money that you're not going to walk away with it. And I know that from my travels across the world through Europe and things like that, um, you know, I, I went to Germany uh, multiple times. They, they, if you go to a beer store, you can return bottles and things like yeah. that, you know, for, and, and that kept people from just, I mean, just smashing them in the street. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, but if you've ever been to America and you go to New Orleans, that's what people do. It's fucking stupid. And it makes more expensive yeah. for everybody else. Now there's less glass around. We got to pay somebody to come and clean this. And, you know, so realistically, a deposit system for every card. That's my realistic answer. I hate to say that, but I, that's my realistic answer. So... First of all, I've been to New Orleans. You're totally right. I, I mean, I just saw some guy walk down the road with his trousers down. So he was on the path and he was dancing at a window to people that were inside with his trousers down. In England, um, that is indecent exposure. In New Orleans. Oh, it is here too. It's just oh, nobody cares. In New Orleans, it's party guy. Um, but that's by the by. Um, <laughs> you're. <laughs> Your first answer, I think if if everyone was just good people, this podcast is complete. Like yeah, I'll, it wouldn't I'll, exist. <laughs> I would shut up shop happily right now. Like people are good. Let's crack on. Although people would just find something else to be about. Uh, let's face it. Um but no, so in, in the UK, so uh Walmart. Uh, they own Asda, which is like, I think, the second largest supermarket chain next to Tesco's. Depending on the area, Tesco do have a, uh, it's, it's a pound. 
So one one pound, you put it in the slot and you get your trolley and it kind of has a, a locking system. It's purely done on areas where shopping trolleys are stolen the most, <laughs> um, which are usually, I, I would assume, more impoverished areas where people just, I don't know, they just wheel at home with their shopping because they, I know, maybe they don't have a car or maybe it's kids looking for some, whatever it is. But it is a deterrent. And people have to return it to get their, their pound back. And again, it's that really small amount, but it almost makes it a prince because you're not going to let a massive corporation take that pound. They've got they've just taken a hundred pounds worth of your money from your groceries, right? You're not going to give them an extra one for free because of a shopping trolley. So the system does work. It's not it's not everywhere. And if it was everywhere, then I wouldn't walk down the the path with the dog and see a trolley in the uh in the river randomly because some kids have have taken it from from waitrose but because old people shop at waitrose that's like our old people shop because everything's overpriced and they like it because there's no kids in there <laughs> um <laughs> so, they, so the waitrose don't charge them the pound because they're old like then they're nice people they're not going to go i don't know sitting in it and and going down a hill but i mean that that is the thing though that that is the actual answer is just even if it's a token like hey you know what if you if you do your gro- your your shop grocery shopping here we'll give you a token specific for our trolley just put it in you can use a trolley as much as you like this specific token for our trolley will work you do it every time you haven't got the the, the, the token you don't get a trolley and people will do it because they'll be like, well, no, I need a trolley because I'm, I'm doing my grocery shop and I'm going to need it next time. And it just subconsciously makes people good. Yes, it has to. Yeah, it has to. It has to. And it's such a boring answer. But it's so of course true. It is. It's so true. Of course it is. I mean, at some point you're going to come back on and we'll tackle dog crap in bags or dog crap on people's lawns and cigarette butts and parking in front of people's driveways and everything else but for this episode of the jeff james and friends make a better podcast where we're sorting out just people being considerate with shopping carts that is the answer it has to be the answer it has to be it's it's the only likely answer it's the realistic answer it's the it's the unfortunately realistic answer it it is because obviously what we'd prefer is anyone who left a shopping cart in a parking bay if they just instantly kind of combusted into a ball of flames that would be the fun answer like i'm okay i'm okay and, and, and you can kind of see i you're in a you're in a you're in a car park you're in a parking lot it's walmart and every so often you just hear there's someone going up in flames <laughs> and, yeah there's, there might be some guys like hey son so can you go and put the shopping cart back like yeah sure will dad but they don't they just go around behind another car and put it in <laughs> like i'm just <laughs> i mean they, they could put a sign up obviously to warn people oh dude <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Things shopping carts, man. This is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, obviously, I don't have the power to do that. But if anyone's listening who owns a supermarket with trolleys, then uh, give tokens because it's, <laughs> it seems easier. Well, look, I think we've made some part of the world better, and I know we could make more of it better. 
right now signed sealed delivered stamped done shopping carts made better simply a token everyone should do it it makes so much sense and do you know what if you can't have a token just don't be a person it will make your whole life better yes please just there you go. use your legs that you use <laughs> to shop the same ones the same legs just use those legs to bring the shopping cart back and also while we're here be good to people no matter what they earn what job they do who they Absolutely. are creed color religion whatever it is be good to people because Absolutely. that is all that matters in life on that note paul what is it you're up to where can we find you what are you doing tell me all about it oh buddy do i have a story for you <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um Jeff, I, I, first off, I want to thank you for having me here. Uh, most folks know I love to rant. I love to talk. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, you can find me every uh, uh, Wednesday to Sunday on uh, Drink for Sports on Twitter, but my podcast is Drinking for Sports. We're exclusively on Spotify. Uh, we talk about local beer to our area and we talk about sports sports gambling and things like that and we're very opinionated about all of it and that's where you can find us sounds fantastic thank you so much that it's been it's been brilliant um i've really i've really enjoyed this episode because i say it's the smallest thing it's the it's the smallest denominator for a human being yet we've spoken for almost an hour (laughs) <laughs> we um, figured out the whole human race based on this one problem. <laughs> we figured it all out. We figured that's, it all out. That's it. That's it. And that uh, everyone do check out the Drinking for Sports podcast. Check out uh Paul everything we spoke about. Follow him on Twitter. Um and you know a shout out to the the Bar Bands podcast guys because I had uh Paul on their episode and he was a lot better than I was and it's fun having on here and I'm so so happy that you came on Paul because um this this has been everything I needed um just in life in general <laughs> I appreciate the, uh, <laughs> I appreciate the compliments I, I also want to second the bar banner folks those those guys they're 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 very good friends of mine and uh they have a great podcast i i agree with everything you said there i don't know that i was better than you i but i also love (laughs) their podcast and i'm a big fan of yours as well okay good guys hey do you know what if you listen to this the jeff james and friends make a better podcast the drinking for sports podcast and you know what just because i reckon i can get some royalties from them the bar banter podcast as well uh travis and the team there but look from me jeff your host of the jeff james and friends make a better podcast we have made shopping carts um human psychology and just generally people better um i hope you've enjoyed the episode paul thank you so much for coming on thanks for having me and uh it's just a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from paul say goodbye paul goodbye paul Until next time, everyone. Thank you.